Okay, right, cool. Got okay, the right. rock and roll. I'm just a new. I'm just a new, much calmer Vez today, aren't I? Ah, nice. So you know, just not going to be shouting. <laughs> Personally, I'm delighted. You know, I won't get a bit more, a bit more reserved. Yeah, yeah. Trying to reinvent myself. Oh, nice. So welcome to the fifth episode of the Anyone But Them podcast. Uh, as always, I'm Jimbo and I'll be today's host. Uh, joined today by, as always, Lesol And, well, now it was neutral, Bez. After last week's episode, as you want to call it, uh, he's now named Showbiz. <laughs> Chaps, how are we? Yeah, good. Thank you, Jimbo. As as our listeners will know, um, got a new bike, and this morning I've just been out cycling with Andy Murray, which has been a real treat. Oh, right. Real treat. Actually, cycling with him, or yeah, I mean, I cycled past him and nodded, and he nodded. Um, so we're now cycling, mates. I'm going to follow him on Strava. Very nice. Do you reckon he know? Do you reckon he knows who you are because of the pod? Yeah, that's the thing. So I nodded because I knew who he was, having won three Grand Slams and two Olympic golds. And he nodded because he was like, biggest podcaster or part of the biggest podcast <laughs> going. So, Trend setting podcast. Yeah, no, it's just, it was just good to get a bit of mutual appreciation. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, you know, similar levels of fame. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Showbiz, neutral bez, or whatever, you, whatever your name is these days. <laughs> I'm all right. I mean, I'm. Uh... Obviously, happy the fact that you guys accepted the apology. Um, last, I was saying, <laughs> I mean, I do remember waking up on Saturday morning and thinking, oh, God, I genuinely cannot remember recording this podcast and frantically <laughs> texting both of you saying, can we please re-record? Um, and, then, and then, obviously, because I don't get to hear it before it goes out, I just had to trust that you were going, no, 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 it's fine. So I remember listening to it when it came out on Sunday morning. And I didn't enjoy it, to be honest, the first episode. I was, I was, I was just listening and I'm like, what am I going to say here? Um, but you know these things happen I think it's about time we move on we need to move on um, you know you guys have accepted my apology and um, yeah we go you know here we are again absolutely well obviously in the football world this week it's been a well I don't know whether it's called a disappointing week for Liverpool obviously um, I think potentially uh, Tino Werner I think that's how you pronounce his name he may well be. I mean, there's rumours that he's a fan of the podcast because obviously he decided to turn down going to Liverpool mm. um, for Chelsea. I mean, can you blame him to be fair? Would you rather live in the capital, one of the nicest cities in the world, or in a city where people rob your bins? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why they're called bin dippers, isn't well, it, Jim? Yeah, that's, that's where it comes from, I think. So, I don't know. I'm so glad I'm mean, today. <laughs> but the thing, the thing is though he's obviously Bernard yeah maybe he's listened to us maybe we've raised a few issues that have made him rethink it but also you know he's, he's going to Chelsea you're a much bigger club aren't they you know bigger history um, yeah. you know if, you, if you're going to want to play for a, test yourself at the highest level then he'd rather obviously go Chelsea than Liverpool of course absolutely yeah I mean it's, it's not often that I would say that football was invented in 1992 given Aston Villa's history goes back a lot further than that <laughs> As we all know, football was invented in 1992 for our purposes. Mm. Yeah. And since football was invented, Chelsea have won the Premier League, what, three times? Yeah, without an asterisk. I think so, without yeah. an asterisk. How many times did Liverpool mm. win? Mm. Without an asterisk, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think 
you know, to, to suit our agenda in this instance, football was invented in 92 and Chelsea are a much, much bigger club than Liverpool. The best thing about... <laughs> yeah, the best thing about it, what I love is so much. You know, I think a lot in football these days, and, and every club's um, as bad at it as others. I mean, United, for example, are dreadful at it. If they miss out on a player, you know, there's, there's, suddenly there's a there's a news story out. Oh, we didn't want him anyway. Mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But some of the Liverpool fans, I've seen a great tweet... Um, I mean, the guy's name's Lalo, so whatever that means. Um, but he responded to, I think it was James Pierce, who's a Liverpool journal. And, uh, he's oh, there. I'll make James. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll tweet Pierce a few times. Yeah. Um, and he said, uh, it's fine, James. I've been a Red for 36 years and I know and love this club. We are the champion. I mean, they're not champions yet, but they're the champions. Did he put an asterisk after champions? Um, he didn't actually, okay. no. But then he does go on to say... Uh, and we did six last year, obviously referencing the, the Champions League. He said, absolutely fine if we don't get Werner. Um, we are still the best team in the world. I know the Mighty Reds are saving up for Mbappe, who will dominate. <laughs> <laughs> He's I got... mean, you never may well go there, but I'd, yeah, it's just a sort of, the natural reaction is to uh, act as if, yeah. Um, it seems like Werner's gone from in this like, you know, new world beater and, yeah, so last week he, he was the new, as I say, he was the new Messi and all sorts. And now you put up all the chat on Twitter now is that he wouldn't actually have gotten their squad anyway. It's just amazing how, how he's fallen in a week, isn't it? <laughs> going to them. But that's just a scale for you, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 Tomo that's Tomo level scale. <laughs> wow. Um There's another good thing I um another good thing I saw on Twitter this week was uh the Liverpool FC um, team in training singing happy birthday to Steve <laughs> I'm sure we've all seen that I'd uh, love to get I'd just... love to get show, show Bez's thoughts on it oh I mean alright I'm actually going to start by, by I'm going to defend Gerard a bit here because I Gerard he would not have wanted that right he's a grown <laughs> man right what, what is he I reckon from the age of probably about 11 blokes don't care about their birthdays anyway let alone when you get to 40, yeah. you've got another group of grown men singing happy birthday from you virtually. <laughs> it's embarrassing. I think the only bloke I know who actually does like their birthday after that is Yaya Toro, isn't he? He gets upset if he doesn't get it. But, <laughs> but oh, God, it's shocking. I mean, what, you know, why, Gerard? Why didn't they, you know, some of the legends like we talked about in episode three, why aren't they singing to, uh, to Juve and stuff like that? You know, it's... <laughs> yeah, see, he's, he's a leader of the club. He had a huge impact on that club as well. You know, you can't just go singling out people. And that's what I mean. It's favouritism. And that's why that's why we have to call him out. That's why Timo's not going. Yeah, absolutely. I reckon that could that's have been a thing. Werner might have seen that and gone, I'm not going there. I'm not going to see that shower of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in 25 years' time, they might be doing that to me. I don't need that embarrassment. Yeah. It is. If you're, if, you're torn, if you're torn between the two clubs and you're going, oh, do I go Liverpool, Chelsea, I don't know, you know, German manager, they might help and stuff. And then you see that video. You, your mind's made up, isn't it? I'm not playing with it. Yeah. No. I mean, what, what, what I want to know is, whose idea is it to go, do you know what, in la- today, lads, in training, it's a sort of thing, you know, like when you've got Remembrance Day and all of that, people take, take the time out to, to remember, as you should. It's, it's the guy's birthday and someone's gone, do you know what, in training today, Let's all sing for the camera because it's Gerard's birthday. Like, he's not even there. The but it was you kind of understand it. The fact that he's he hasn't been there for years and they've just gone, Oh, it's his birthday, let's have a sing song. 
but you're thinking <laughs> you're going to get some some obviously some PR bloke you know little goob has come up from communications and he's gone right guys you know I think we should do this It'd be really nice for Gerard like be great the fact that 30 grown men have gone yeah right bloody hell go <laughs> <a> backbone <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god just embarrassing yeah the other thing this week is of course um we tweeted about it as well. Is the have you seen? I don't know if you've seen it, Lapes. The Salzburg celebrations when they won the league. Yeah. Yes. So she did. Oh this. my days! I mean, this is it, though, isn't it? And, and yeah. I said, and I think the tweet we put out was the thing I was saying that you know you wait thirty years for something, and then obviously this big celebration they think they're going to have it's just it's just not going to be the same, is it? And you looked at that Salzburg; it was just crap. No. All on the podium, they're all separated. There's no one there watching. They're pretending that they're pretending to enjoy it. They're not enjoying it, really. And I think I compared it to you turn 100 and you wait for your letter from the Queen and it's actually one from Prince Andrew instead. But, you know, it's, it's just that crap in it when you're going to get... It's like, you know, we watch... Um, what's that programme? Davina McCall hosts that long-lost family. You know, you get people who, who they're waiting. They're trying, to, they're trying to find, like, their missing brother. You know, and they've been looking for him for 30 years and they find out it's, I don't know, dickhead Dave neighbour from next door or something. You know, it's just a massive anticlimax. <laughs> and this yeah. is what's coming. Really one thing was. there... One thing I think will be quite interesting, so Wolverhampton Wanderers announced this week that you can pay £7 to have a mosaic of your face put up in one of the stands behind the goal. Now, it wouldn't surprise me if Liverpool do something like this. And if they do, I think we should find the £7 and put our secret <laughs> fan's favourite face because then at least we can say he's finally been to Anfield. Oh, yeah. That's the thing, though. That's where it's... And it's his great. birthday tomorrow, so what better treat than that can we get? It'd be nice, actually, for, for a lot of, you know, other secret fans, I reckon, to actually get the chance to say their feeling, <laughs> isn't it? Really nice. They could even sit in the yeah. famous cop, couldn't they? Yeah. When you, when, you, when you ask him about how's that new stand looking, secret fan, he can finally reply and go, it's fantastic <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> But just, just going back to that, how tin pot is that? Seven pounds to put your face up in a mosaic behind the goal. I mean, if Villa do that, I'll be mortified. Right. Just, just stop it. What's, what's more embarrassing? Genuinely going, oh, I like that. I'm going to pay seven pounds. Or singing happy birthday to a bloke who played for your club. <laughs> hasn't played for your club for four or five years. <laughs> it's, the, it's the happy birthday. Yeah. It's a toss up though, isn't it? It's not easy. It's your nickname now, isn't it, Lassell? Nah. He is? Nah. That's what you're known as forever? Nah. You're a sulky man. That is not true. I'm difficult to manage. (laughs) (laughs) That's going in the interlude. (laughs) I'm difficult to manage. (laughs) Alright, so this week we're joined by... Jack McLean, who's a prominent member of the Middle Class Mags. Um, I'm a big Geordie fan. Uh, Jack, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you taking the time for, uh, to come on the podcast this week. Uh, I- I'm told um, by a mutual friend that uh, there's a good story behind how you became a big Geordie. Probably. You care to explain <laughs> it to us? Um, well, I'll probably get, obviously, as you can hear from my voice, I wasn't brought up there. Um, so I am I am originally born in Newcastle, but have been brought up down south and now in Manchester for the for the majority of of my life. Um, so I get a bit of stick for obviously being and sounding like I do. Although when I've had a drink, 
I do all of a sudden get a lot more Geordie. So I've got a beer with me now. <laughs> so that might, you might hear a bit more of a Geordie twang as we go on. Um, but yeah, I'm a, and that's probably more to do with linking into the, the middle class mags because not a lot of people sound like me who go travelling away and watching, <laughs> watching our rabble of a football team. <laughs> so there's, there's nothing, what I'd heard was saying about, about uh, your old man insisting that you got driven to be born in Newcastle. Well, yeah, no, that is that is true. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Do you know what? I probably don't mention it because I don't think it's that weird now. But when you say it to other people, it is obviously a bit odd. Yeah. So we were already living down. We were already living down south. But my mum's from, originally from Newcastle. Dad's from Newcastle. Um, and they were very insistent that I wasn't being born in Ascot. And I was being born in Newcastle upon Tyne. So... That led to me obviously having no choice about supporting us, and I've then been. <laughs> I lived that for thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's, that. That is that's proper dedication. That isn't it to, to supporting it to supporting a side. So obviously driving it back. I'm guessing your old man must be a, a Newcastle fan as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's not as mad as me anymore, but he's he's been here, there, and everywhere watching us. So and yeah, so he's he got me into it and. Yeah, just carried up, carried on what he started basically. So, what, what's the story? What's the story behind the middle class mags then? Where's that come from? <laughs> it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a piss take. So, we um, there's about a group of probably six, seven of us from Manchester that go pretty much every away game. Um, and a lot of people that go travelling away, there's lads that go on like buses and all sorts, which. I'm, I'm probably sounding really snobby. Sound my idea of fucking hell. Like they've not even got down like 20 minutes on the A1 and someone's like throwing up on the bus and all sorts. Yeah. And we're always like, and everyone's like, oh, why do you always get the train? Why don't you just rent a minibus or why don't some of you drive? And we're like, no, we're the middle class mags. We've got our GNT M <laughs> GNT M and S tins. You know, we're not pissing about. We're here for a good day out. I want, you know, I want to be you know, travelling in luxury. I'm not fucking pissing about. The journey on the train you're is not... the best bit. The football shit. Yeah. So you're not, you're not, you're not any of the Newcastle fans in the, uh, in the stadium with the top off this? That's not me, no. No. I'm, uh, my, southern, my southern roots mean I'm well wrapped up. <laughs> so, being a, being a Newcastle fan, um, who, who is your anyone but them? Is it, is it who we expected to be? Um, there's a couple. Obviously, Sunderland... Is a team you ate, but it's a, I was thinking about this earlier. Obviously, we, we've coming on. Like, we haven't played them in ages. The last time we beat them, I, I, that I can remember, go oh, I went was on one nil at their place. I'm thirty now. I was twenty one last time we beat them. I can't remember beating them because they went on a run of hammering us. And when you're playing them, you obviously you know fucking despise them. But <laughs> my, my my big two, probably weirdly, if you don't know the rival. My two of Aston Villa and Chelsea, who are my oh, proper good. two. Oh, good. I like Villa turning up. Why Villa? So Villa relegated us in 2009. So we had Shearer in charge. First time we went down from the Premier League. And I would have been eight, 18, 19 at the time. Just f finished first year of uni. I remember it's clear as day. I was back home or back down south with, with my mum and dad, got the train up on my own, wore a Newcastle top, which I didn't usually do, I don't do at all anymore, in a, in a because uh, I was skint at the time, I, got, I had one beer in Birmingham and got straight on the train, 
if you go to Villa, you've got to get on the train at New Street and you go to Witten, I think it is. Um, and it was only me, really, as a Newcastle fan, seeming to be on that train. I'd got to the ground early because there was loads of talk about loads turning up without tickets because it was a massive game for us. We needed to get like the results to stay in the league, sheer in charge. Villa fans on the way there, I couldn't believe how much they wanted us to go down. It was fucking unbelievable. <laughs> like, given, like, I'm just there, like, 19 year old kid, giving me absolute fucking dog's abuse. Um, you get horrible, Ben. Oh, I, I honestly can't describe how much I hate them. Um, <laughs> like, people always go, Sunday, and I'm like, <laughs> never. Yeah, brilliant. That's that's. Oh, it's a shame because we uh, we do we usually have an extra man on the podcast. Um, his nickname is Le Sulk, and as with his name, he is sulking this week and won't actually turn up. So uh, he's a big Villa <laughs> fan. So it's a shame that he's. Gonna to to I mean, it's, well, it's brilliant in a way that he'll have to listen no. back to this and uh, about, and we can't really give you give you anything back. So but yeah, they just on that on that day, kind of got on the ground and they had a. Who's your next? It's quite funny, but who's your next Messiah? Banner, Ant, and Deck, in the, the bit <laughs> which, which we got. We, That's brilliant. We, got in and we were like, what, "What's going on here? Why are these that asked?" Okay, and then we got a bit of revenge against them, and it, it was Villa, and I can't stand them. What, what about um? What about Brucey now? Because Bruce, I was thinking earlier, he's got to be the least loyal bloke going. He managed, he's managed, right? He can manage Sheffield United, then doesn't worry, don't worry about going to Sheffield Wednesday. Manages Birmingham, no problem going to Villa. Manages Sunderland, goes to Newcastle. I mean, he doesn't care, does he, about loyalty? But what do you think of him? Because he's, he's going to go. And he, once, the, once the Saudis come in, he's gone. Well, touch wood, they do come in, because bloody hell, if they don't, it's going to be grim. Um, But yeah, Bruce is... I've not got any massive, massive issue with Bruce. I don't really want him managing my football club. But I'm quite happy for him to su- support. Will you, uh, will you throw cabbages at his head? <laughs> no, no. We've got a bit more class than that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, bit of a, it's a bit of a funny one with Bruce because like, there's some elements of the media are like, well, I think people should give him a chance. He's, like, he's a Newcastle fan. Well, it, like, I look at it and I go, well, he's not like me and my mates because me and my mates wouldn't have managed that mob up the road. Like we would have never managed, so, like, like. Don't, <laughs> don't pretend you're one of us yeah. when you're not one of us. Like, I've got no issue with Bruce, and in has he done better than what I thought he would have done this year? Probably. Is he the manager? He's right, yeah. He's a level. I mean, he's a level up from Rafa, isn't he? Really? Let's be honest, <laughs> mate. He, well, but I don't. I mean, look at your conditions. Like, Rafa's Rafa's a Championship level manager. With a Euro- with a European Cup win, <laughs> you only don't like that because he won it at Liverpool. <laughs> oh, I mean, that was very lucky, though. Wasn't that was it? the luckiest lucky thing of all time. But you you don't turn it down, do you? Right. Okay. Have you watched right, before, Have you watched the uh, Sunderland you, until I die? Before you say that, right? You might never have a no. football club. Would you be happy to see them go? No, 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 no. I, uh, it, it, really, you do want them. You do want them in the Premier League because those games, like. Those games are brilliant. Like the yeah. the times we've won there, the time we beat them five one at home once when we came up from the championship. That's one of the best days I've ever had at St James's. And then the, we beat them. I remember beating them one nil away the last time we beat them. Um, that was brilliant. We beat them four one away. Shearer's last game. Like 
we've had loads of great moments beating them. And those games are, you know, they're still an absolute buzz when you get up. They're usually daft o'clock on a Sunday. So you're drinking from about 7am in the morning till you can about stand. Um, but they, but they, are, they are great. They are, I say great days. They're not usually great days because we've always been getting bloody beat. But <laughs> they, are, they, are, they are special days. And you do, you do want them to come back up. I don't want them to go. I, don't, I wouldn't yeah. want them to go to a football club. Would you be happy to see Villa go? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they can go. <laughs> okay, they can go. Honestly, I was absolutely... When they went on that run last season, one, I was gutted because before that game, I think it was Grealish scored against... It would have been against you, like, wasn't it? That, when um, that fan ran on the pitch. Um, yeah, okay. But they were a massive <laughs> price to go up at that point, I remember. Yeah, huge. And I remember I thinking, I was like, that's a, that's a good price, that. They were, they were like they were thirty three. Something daft. I ended yeah, up back. Ended up. Yeah, I ended up back in them at like nine to one, and they went up. But even when they, even though I had like I think I had like twenty thirty good in them at nine to one, even when they played the playoff finals, like still begging Derby to win. I was like, yeah. it's just an absolute massive hate of them because <laughs> because they relegated us twice. <laughs> well, they relegated us twice. They did it again the year they went down. They were already down. And they relegated. We drew nil nil there. We were bloody awful. That meant we got relegated again. Oh, geez. and it was just like, why here twice? So, so they've they've went down on like twenty four points. We're walking out the ground gutted. They're all jumping around, taking a piss. I'm like, <laughs> been relegated for about four <laughs> weeks, lads. Like, could could you do them this year? Yeah. No. Do you know what's gutted with like obviously with everything that's went on and, and oh, they're stopping of football. Because they played, because we got to the FA Cup quarter-final, that game was going to be rearranged and apparently it was going to be the penultimate game of the season midweek and we were going to be at home to Villa. So we were all going, fucking hell, we've got, <laughs> we've got a fucking chance of sending them down here. In like, I know a couple of my mates, one of my mates in particular was like, I'm not bothered if we win the FA Cup. Fuck that. If we can relegate Aston Villa at St James's Park, that'll do me. <laughs> So this, is, this isn't Brilliant. just a you thing. This is a, oh this no, it's a, it's a massive, sub, it's a massive across the support, absolute hatred of Villa. <laughs> is is it like your spot wearing a tweed in the corner? Yeah. <laughs> it's kick of the in game, isn't it? As well, you don't feel for them, but when you watch it. <laughs> when you watch it, there's like that bloke in it, the taxi driver fella, who's like the old fella, and he's just he just seems yeah. like a genuine top class bloke who just loves his fo- loves his football club and like yeah, yeah. stuff like that. I do feel sorry for Sunderland because I was like they're just the same as Newcastle fans in the main. Like they just want that. Like they've had they get massive crowds. Even they've been getting like twenty five, thirty thousand this year. No, not not many clubs that get that at that level, and they've just. Like, we think we're shit and we've had to put up with shit. They've never had anything. Yeah. Like, we joke about, like, we go, no. we've been to, I've been to Europe and I've been lucky. I've watched Newcastle around Europe. Like, they don't even have passports, most of them. It's like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like poor, poor bastards. They've never had a fucking thing. <laughs> Let's mute you, uh, mute you, dude. Oh, we're grafting hard, mate. Oh, we're grafting hard, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me you said to me a couple of weeks ago, Ben. 
Lake, you need to get a job that allows you to concentrate full time on the pod. <laughs> Absolutely. I stand by that firmly. So just before we get into the final uh, segment of this week's pod, thanks again to Jack McLean for joining us. Um, really good guest. Uh, Bears, I think you, you'd concur. Some good good stories in there, particularly the fact that he, revealing that Newcastle have a real hatred now of uh, Villa. Obviously, uh, Lapes, you weren't involved in the conversation this week. Um, any thoughts on, on, on Jack's views? Yeah, surprised to hear that, actually. Um, it would have been nice if I'd have found time to have made the call. But obviously, as we as we know, my job's very important. So I, I can't, can't <laughs> I was worried. I was worried. Um, I was worried that I was going to have like bullying claims against me just after <laughs> last week. And when suddenly I thought when suddenly Lapes isn't there on the next, you know, the next thing, I was like, oh, no, people are going to be lodging complaints left, right. So I'm going to have Ofcom onto me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just building a profile of, you know, how I can uh, argue that I've been bullied in the workplace. Um, I think that was the uh, the relegation game was one of the reasons um, with the Anton Deck banner. Uh, I was there that day. Was a, I, was, I think I was there when like, Owen came on with like 15 minutes to go. Newcastle only needed a draw to stay up. But I don't think Owen had a shot or touched the ball. It was a, a bit of a shambles of perform, performance. But you know, it's good to see that we're living living rent free in that guy's head. So happy about that. Were you um, were you were you one of them taunting them? I'm sure I was uh, serenading them a few few times on their way down. But oh, yeah. you know, if only no, but... I knew I'd be joining him a few years later. <laughs> I like the other one as well. I like the fact that his other side as well. He mentioned as um, being Chelsea, and it's just for the pure jealousy reason. The fact that they were better than them before they got Abramovich. It's just pure anyone but them, and it is just based on a complete jealousy. And I like that because you know that's the sort of thing that I like. I like it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think, Bez, we've got some. As always, this this segment we we uh, reserve for some fan emails or Mm -hmm. Twitter correspondence or whatever it is. I think we've got a couple of good good stories this week. Uh, not so much stories, but um, correspondence. Yeah. So first one comes in. Uh, from someone called Matthew. Gents, very much enjoyed the podcast, with the obvious exception of Lapes. Ah, is this Matt Morgan? (laughs) Oh, come on, Matt. He says, um, my only criticism of the last episode (laughs) was a feeling that the neurotic hatred of Liverpool had been somewhat toned down. To assist, please find attached a photo I took when at the services of our FA Cup semi-final defeat to them shite. Admire the vomit of memorabilia cascading over their indoctrinated bodies. <laughs> I, I cannot wait for the banners which, which proclaim that even COVID-19 couldn't stop them winning the league. Brackets, an amnesia of the past 20 plus years. <laughs> and thereby making them the best team to have ever won it in the history of the world. Anyways, I remember when Villa couldn't set out their away allocation. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> just want to jump in there. So... Uh, my favourite Villa game that I went to with Matt. So, Matt and his dad had season tickets. Um, he's an Everton fan, yeah? Yeah, and I'm sure if you go onto his Twitter, he's got the seat and row listed exactly where they sat. It was the game when we won 3-2 at Goodison, when Les got equalised in the 94th and Ashley Young scored in the 95th for us. And I used to go for beers with Matt and his dad in a like a social club. Um, in Everton afterwards called the Taxi Club and it was the best experience ever because it's, it's all like Everton fans only they snuck me in and Matt just goes to me he's like 
don't speak in here. They'll realise you're a Villa fan. So I just sat there in the corner, just been playing with pints all night. Brilliant. Nice. If you look at your Zoom, I'm sharing the screen of the photo he sent me. <laughs> oh, God. That Can you guy. see it? Yeah, oh, you'd have, have to tweet that out to the followers so they can see it as well. Afterwards, he looks like a scout leader, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, looks like all his badges. I like, I like the guy here who's obviously with, probably with Matt, just standing there yeah. and look at disgust with his Magnus on him tins, <laughs> you know, away day. Brilliant. Nice, brilliant, superstar. Good, cheers, Matt. <laughs> um, next one we had that's coming from uh, Tom Smith has sent us a tweet. Um, oh shit, let me just find it. Lost my oh. Shall I just redo that bit, yeah? Yeah. No, we'll we leave it. Show how unprofessional you are and you're not on the ball. Has <laughs> 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 Shay yeah, got a drinking problem now? Turn to the drink yet? Like most do. Yeah. It definitely went to my head. But, you know, a few people have been speaking to people about how to deal with it all and they're just telling me to try and calm down, take one day at a time. <laughs> like, you're going to get the lows. You know, when you're high, try and stay you know, neutral. When you're low, try and, you know, I know that's going to happen, but I'm working on it. Anyway, yeah. Tom Smith. You're not, you're, not, you're, not, you're not testing out the strength of your banisters yet, then? I shouldn't say that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I think that'll get cut. No, we'll leave that in. <laughs> no. Right, Tom Smith. <laughs> um, okay, so this is he's written about his anyone but them. So it's another one. It's actually like this one. It's non-football uh, related. So be interested to hear your boys' thoughts, especially yours, Lapes. Okay. Um, my anyone but them for a long time has been the Williams sisters. Ooh. Okay. They're so tennis related. I can't quite put my finger on why, but I just always want anyone else to win but them. I'm not even that big a tennis fan. Just watched parts of the majors, mainly Wimbledon. Last year, during Wimbledon, I remember running up and around in my lounge when Hallett went a set-up and then proudly cracking the beer open when she complete, completed the job. I would say tennis is probably the sixth or seventh sport on my list, but my <laughs> hatred for the Williams sisters makes me watch, watch just to cheer on their rival. Tom. So, Lakes, what do you think on the Williams sisters? Is it, is it fair what he's saying? I think it's a dominance thing, right? Why did people hate United yeah. in the 90s and the early 2000s and stuff yeah. like that? Because um, they won everything. Um, so I can, understand, yeah. I can understand why he says it. Uh, but I quite like their story because their father used to take them down to local park tennis court in like, some shithole in LA where they grew up and just taught them themselves and a bit, bit of a kind of self-made backstory to them. Um, although I hate the like the grunting, like, it's just so loud. So I can understand why I might not like them for that. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's I think it's one of those. It's just one of those things in, across any sport. A lot of people have where um, uh, you know. I remember people did used to hate Tiger in golf because he'd win all the time. People just want to see not necessarily because they didn't like him, but just, they're just sick of seeing people win. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that that's where it comes from. Sometimes people get a hatred of of teams or play or certain individuals because they win so much, um, so they, they want to support the underdog. Which is funny because we hate Liverpool not because they win everything, but just because they're a bunch of yeah, it's the fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. I mean, it's the fan. you know, we yeah we've hated them when they haven't won anything for thirty years. So just imagine <laughs> imagine what it's going to be like if they do become a de- decent side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if they became if they became bigger than Chelsea, couldn't deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so so just uh, just to finish to today's episode, um, I have did, you got Tourette's uh, today or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like Gareth Gates, say, so, has, Gareth Gates, has Gareth Gates suddenly turned <laughs> up on the pod? I was just doing it to get you riled. Look how riled you are already. I want to go to bed now. I'm getting annoyed. Ben is getting very gammon, isn't he? In his old age. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, showbiz, showbiz is coming out again. <laughs> Um, no, so I, I did uh, jump the gun last week uh, and I did announce that we were going to have a blues legend on. Um, as I say, we, we decided to change it and actually have uh, uh, Jack join us. Uh, but we will have next week. It is confirmed. He will be on the podcast. We won't reveal names until later on in the week. But um, yeah, it, that will be next week's episode, uh, which will be our final episode of, of the Series 1 of the Anyone But Them podcast. Um we do have a guest lined up to start us off on season two, which will, after a few weeks break, we'll be back. Um, I'm sure everybody will be eager to uh, to get us back, uh, you know, listening whilst they're, whilst they're working from home. Um, but yeah, uh, I think other than that, as, as we always say, stay safe and uh, we'll see you next week.